Lego. Lego. everybody welcome back to back to brick i'm your host garrett first if this is your first time to the podcast welcome this is a great place for all people who love legos and especially learning about the designers who build them i highly recommend that you subscribe and like and especially give us a review so others like you or people who are interested in lego can check it out and if you're an avid listener to the podcast thank you again i'm so grateful for you and i hope you really enjoy this latest episode And it seems like it's been a while since we talked, since the last episode came out this past Saturday for August 1st, which, as many of you know, was a big release for LEGO. We had so many sets coming out. We had all the Super Mario sets coming out, which I hope a lot of you got to play with and build some cool games that you can play through. I uh, did not pick up a starter set yet, but I plan to soon. And of course, we've got some of the larger sets, such as the Lego Piano, which um, there was only five at my local Lego store when I went and sold out very quickly. And also the Nintendo Entertainment System, which, as you know, my last episode covered pretty much the history of the NES and going back to how it began and how they tied it into that Lego build. Now, I did post on my Instagram that, you know, the line was pretty long, actually, for the launch day because so many of these sets were coming out. And I know a lot of people had trouble getting their hands on it. So I hope a lot of you still were able to. And, you know, in my personal life, it's been pretty busy. Uh, This week, I kind of took a break uh, from the podcast and some of my other work because we finally moved. We purchased our first home. And we took the four days I had off to... uh, move all of our stuff in and you know we did that in record time in two days and then our basement flooded so we became true homeowners pretty quickly uh sorted through that of course we had my in-laws here to really help us out but now i'm back and uh we're gonna roll right into another bricking interview um and we'll talk about some of the bricking news beforehand um, this week's interview is going to be with a really great builder, Luan, and uh, we'll get to that in just a second. But for our breaking news, uh, Lego this week, as I said, released the Super Mario set, and a lot of people decided to, you know, take apart the Digifigure to see what was inside it. It, it wasn't pretty. I mean, the screen is pretty... Uh, modular so it's it's just a standard lcd but they blocked off sections so light didn't leak through and it and it when it's on and not in the body it looks pretty scary do not recommend you take apart yours because it probably won't come back together that easily and you know there's there's a good bit of tech in this figure so what they did i guess in the larger scale it would be really hard to shrink down to the scale we're used to in a standard lego minifigure which is about about an inch and a half tall since the digi figure is more about three inches tall and pretty thick um but you know they did what they could and i I think it's a really great initiative to extend the lego and into more of the digital world some other uh news came out just this week that the lego collectible minifigure series will be 
the Harry Potter series too, which we have a bunch of new characters. We have Dumbledore uh, with Fox the uh, Phoenix with a new print, so it looks more like the actual bird. And then oh, we've got Luna Lovegood in her Gryffindor lion head and so many more. So we don't have the numbers on what will be included in the set with collectible minifigures, if you don't know, that they usually come in a box of 60, uh, and they usually have about two sets in them, but sometimes they only put one char one of one of the characters in each box of 60, so it makes it harder to collect them all. And then they'll put in like three of one and two of another and so on. So we'll see those probably later this month. Lego is also coming out with their first series to help um, the blind. They're coming out with Braille corresponding numbers and letters. Uh, and they're going to be providing them for free to uh, schools for the blind in the United States. And, you know, even with COVID, they're going to try sending them to the districts and hopefully the districts can get in touch with these students to send them out and test out their system. I think that's really cool. I think that would be the easiest way to learn having the Lego studs in those Braille standard shapes and uh, getting students to interact and, you know, even write with them. And finally, there is some rumored news that in November this year, they're going to be coming out with a set zero, excuse me, one zero two seven six, the Colosseum as a large Lego expert architecture set. And they did this before with the Sydney Opry House. They've done it with Big Ben, uh, as well as the Tower of London. So this will be a new addition, the first one for Rome. So maybe we'll see some others. I think it should be pretty interesting to see if they do it as the style we know today with the partially collapsed uh, about two-thirds or they'll do the fully constructed uh, Colosseum as it was and it's originally built. That's all I have today for the Bricking News. I hope you enjoy this Builder interview. Hey, everybody. And uh, today for our interview, we have a special guest. Today we have Victor Luen, who is pretty popular on Flickr and is a writer for New Element, uh, among many other things. Here, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, hi. Uh, thank you for having me. It's really, really great. And uh... Thank you for what you said. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a, it's really moving. No, I won't say moving, but uh, it means a lot uh, to realize. And maybe I, I did, you know, I didn't really, uh, really think uh, I was uh, a popular builder before. So uh, maybe if you say it, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really see it uh, myself, but uh, yeah, that that's nice. I think you've got some great t content. We'll talk about some of your builds and some of your writing. If you could just, just introduce yourself to the listeners, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you like to do with Lego, uh, and so on. Yeah, so my name is Victor. I'm 24. I live in the north of France. Uh, I work in the wood industry. Uh, so I do wood construction. Uh, it's a bit like uh, Lego, but uh, at a bigger scale. And uh, well, for what I like to do, um, I... I don't think I like to do uh, one particular thing. Uh, I like to to do every possible theme. Uh, so when I've done a build, I think what, of what can I do next. And uh, usually I try to go in a completely different direction because I want to, to challenge myself and uh, maybe to surprise people, you know. Uh, so they won't say, uh, uh, sometimes you have people, they are good uh, castle builders, uh, they are good space builders, 
and I want to be good at everything. And I don't want to be uh, to be put in a box uh, where I build a, a single kind of uh, of things. Uh, I like to do everything. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's for my uh, my approach of uh, of mock. I know a lot of designers like to stick to a specific niche, but it really shows that you have the capability. You know, when you can branch out and do a bunch of other things, you're not limiting yourself. Yeah, but uh, sometimes you you limit yourself because of uh, of your collection. You know, if you have, uh, I mentioned the castle before. So if you have like a, a lot of gray parts and uh, things to do castle, obviously you 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 will more easily do that kind of builds. But uh, if you primarily being built with technique, obviously you will do technique mocks and not system mocks. It's something. Uh, so yeah, maybe it's linked to the to your collection. But yeah, myself, I, I like to to try to to do new things and uh, different things and uh, yeah, I really try to explore. Uh, as many themes as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool because it shows your dynamic range of building. I think we'll, as we dive in, we'll see some really cool ideas that you've had throughout the years. But I'll start off with my first question, as I always do. Uh, we talk about our minifigure because everyone either has one or has quite a few of them. What If you had a minifigure, what would it look like if it was to look like you? And if you had any utensils, what would they be? Um, maybe, yeah, maybe it would look like me, uh, but uh, that's uh, it's a bit uh, complicated because uh, I don't think uh, all of the parts uh, exist, uh, especially for, for the hair because I have a uh, long red hair and uh, so it would be more uh, a part with uh, in uh, dark orange. So um, there is not a lot of choice. Uh, I think of maybe the uh, hair for the uh, Hobbit minifigs uh, that could fit. Uh, so it, that would be if it was uh, really a, a direct version of me. But, you know, in the Lego world, you don't have to 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 do an exact copy of you uh, it can it can be maybe more different uh i, I think uh, now, that I, now that i think of it i, I have a, a lot of uh, of iron man minifigs so uh i'm not really a, a minifig collector but uh, i like uh, the iron man suits sometimes they can be uh, expensive but i like them uh so maybe uh, a lego version of me would uh, would wear an uh, iron man suit uh and uh, as for the uh the tools and the uh, stencils, uh, I um, I don't really know. Uh, maybe maybe a computer, uh, maybe a, you know the the laptop for minifigs because I, I like to build uh, digitally. So I think uh, a Lego version of me would uh, reflect that. Uh, it's maybe uh, a bit like uh, you know <laughs> Inception in Lego because you have uh, a Lego version of you that uh, builds uh, Lego things on uh, a Lego computer. So uh, it's. Um, it's an it's an interesting and a bit uh, mind blowing concept, but uh, I think yeah something like that uh, an an Iron Man suit and uh, a laptop. Cool. And do you have a specific laptop or like uh, do you use Windows or do you use a Macintosh? Uh, yeah, I use Windows. On the, uh, now my laptop is uh, a bit uh, old and uh, it's getting uh, weak. When uh, I try to build uh, big uh, big things, it's kind of getting slow. So uh, I need to. I have a, a you know a desk, desk, desktop computer that uh, I need to install. But uh, right now I, I still use my old laptop. Uh, it's not that powerful. So yeah, it's a laptop on Windows, but um, not the quite uh, powerful model. To talk more about your your side of Legos, when did you start getting into Legos and then starting to build your own? Um, <clears throat> I first got into Lego that 
might be like in uh, 1999 or uh, 2000. Uh, so I was I was quite young. I was like uh, four or five years old at the time. Uh, I remember, uh, I don't have the, uh, the set number in mind, but um, one of my first sets I remember was uh, a, a truck, a city truck uh, that uh, could carry uh, two Formula One cars and uh, the truck was yellow and uh, I loved it uh, as a kid because it had uh, uh, some, some, um, some spaces where you could store the tools and, you know, it had a, a ramp where you could pull the, the cars and uh, it was really fun. So I got into Lego at a, at a quite young age and, uh, well, it's, it's always been in my family. My, uh, my uncles, uh, my parents had the Lego sets uh, when they were kids too. So I've always been into Lego. And uh, when it comes to my first mock, uh, the uh, earliest I can remember is uh, a Bionicle mock uh, that was made uh, with the parts of uh, a Bowock. Uh, they were the ones that could uh, roll up into a ball. So uh, I used uh, the body uh, to do uh, some sort of bull. Uh, so uh, yeah, with the, the teeth of the Baroque uh, as horns and uh, very, uh, very crappy legs now that I think of it. But uh, it, uh, that was a, a really small mug, but uh, I liked it because uh, I, I thought at the time that it, it was a, a, a good rendition of a bull uh, with uh, the few parts that it used. And that was in um, two, 2002 or three. I don't really exactly remember when, uh, when the bar came out, but uh, at the time I, I was uh, seven or eight years old. So that's my earliest uh, memory of, uh, of a personal creation. Now, as you evolved into your mock building, what what gets you the idea to continue on some of these builds? So like I see you have Bionicle, I see you have micro sets, I see just all kinds of mocks. Do, is it just, how, how do you go about those ideas? Mm, oh, I've got a, a lot of inspiration. It comes from, uh, from the video games that I play, uh, from the movies and TV shows I watch, from the books I read, sometimes uh, from, from things I, I see on the internet, sometimes from music I hear. So I get a lot of, uh, of inspiration from everywhere all the time. Uh, so I think the other bit is, is actually to, to maybe to sort all, uh, all of those ideas and think, uh, okay, what can do an interesting build? Uh, what can I do with that? What if I combine them? Uh, so I've got really inspiration everywhere. So sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes it's a bit uh, overwhelming because uh, I, I have like a four or five uh, ideas uh, in, uh, in a day. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to build it. I'm going to build it. And I eventually give up because uh, uh, I'm, you know, the idea doesn't interest me anymore. Uh, but as for the uh, way I get the ideas, well, it's, uh, yeah, everywhere on me. Now, do you give up on a lot of ideas or is it just a few here and there? Because, I mean, your your Flickr page has upwards of like, I think it's 10 pages of, of photos. And it seems like you have quite a few ideas, but are you do you have a lot more just laying around? Uh, I think I do. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, things that I, uh, I give up on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, on uh, when I when I do uh, digital builds, I use uh, Mechabricks. Uh, it's online. It's in the browser. So uh, with that, uh, I don't risk uh, if I if if my computer crashes, uh, I won't lose uh, all I have. Uh, it will be stored uh, on uh, on an online uh, server. So 
I'm good with that. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of things that uh, builds I began uh, working on and uh, yeah, eventually gave up on them. Maybe I will go back to them uh, later, but uh, I've got a lot of, uh, of scrapped ideas. But sometimes, uh, you know, I like to, uh, to reuse them uh, later. So I, I keep them uh, because, because of that, because I think maybe eventually I, I will get back to it and, uh, and use it maybe in a different way or maybe finish what I, what I began, uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I've got a lot of ideas that uh, that I don't get to complete. And uh, I think that's pretty common because we all have such really dynamic or uh, interesting ideas, but they, they keep piling up. So it's hard to choose which ones to do and which ones not to do. Yeah, and you don't have time to, to do everything you want. So you, you have to, of course, you have to do a, a selection. Uh, you you can't do, do everything. Uh, so <laughs> unfortunately, I would like to, to be able to to build, uh, not maybe all the time, but uh, maybe build uh, everything I want. Uh, but uh, yeah, unfortunately I can't, so I have to, to choose. Do you have any particular builds that you're working on now? Mm, I've got, mm, uh, yeah, uh, there are three of them that I think of. Of course I have more ideas, but uh, things that are, that are actually in the works. Uh, so first of all, uh, it's uh, something uh, I began working on in, uh, in October. So that was uh, quite uh, some time ago. Uh, it was uh, I got the uh, the creator expert uh, Mustang for my birthday, and uh, it's uh, it's an amazing set. I think it's uh, the best uh, set ever made by Lego. It's really really great. I love it. And uh, when I uh, you know there are a few uh, extra builds uh, after the car, uh, some add-ons like uh, extra uh, exhaust pipes that are made with uh, my Technique macaroni bricks. And uh, I got the idea of, uh, of using these parts as uh, as cobblestone, so as a as a, as a world, and uh, that was the starting point of uh, of a medieval mock. So I've got this uh, that is inspired by the game Skyrim, and uh, I'm working on it. So it has a, a swamp area. There's a world. There's a, a stilt house built over the swamp, and uh, right now I'm. Uh, I'm working on the on the details to uh, to make the mock more more lively. Uh, so I've got this. Uh, I've got uh, uh, a brick built version of Batman that will be uh, maybe like uh, 30 centimeters tall, maybe more. I don't know. Uh, it will be uh, so it will be articulated, and uh, it will be uh, a Lego version of uh, the mech suit that uh, Batman wears in uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Uh, so he uses it to fight Superman. And uh, I, I really loved it. So I will, I will build it. Uh, oh, I am building it in Lego and uh, I will finish it eventually. Uh, I began working on it uh, even, even before uh, the scary mock. It was, uh, it was hmm, several years ago, I think. Uh, but uh, I'm still working on it. And uh, the last one I can think of is uh, a flying car, a spinner inspired by Blade Runner. So it's not a direct copy of what's in the movies, but uh, it's, uh, it's inspired by, by that. And uh, it, uh, it uses the uh, new windshield uh, from the new uh, Speed Champion set because, you know, they are, uh, this year they made uh, wider cars. So the cars use a uh, new windshield and uh, I decided to use uh, one of them to, to build a uh, a flying car. So uh, these are the three things that come to my mind. But um, 
I can be inspired to do more if uh, if uh, a contest pops up, if I've got uh, a new ID, uh, or I don't know. But uh, right now, they have uh, the three mugs that I that I work on. Speaking of contests, I know that you've entered a few of them uh, for Lego Ideas. Um, would you like to talk about those entries? Uh, yeah, there's a few of them. Uh, well, it's not always, uh, I was not always successful, but uh, I think the, what's important is that uh, I enjoyed uh, doing what I did. So, But uh, for the Lego Ideas contest, uh, I entered the last one, uh, not, not the last one, but one of the latest ones. Uh, where you have to build the mock to to send it to the Lego house. So I have uh, I made three entries for it, and uh, one of them uh, got selected. So uh, I'm you'll be able to see it uh, in the Lego house uh, starting uh, September, I think. Um, but uh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. It's uh, it's amazing. I don't quite realize it because. Uh, I, I think I have to see it, maybe not in person, because I don't know if I'll be able to get uh, to get to see it in Denmark. But uh, I it maybe in photo. But uh, it's uh, it's great to think that a lot of visitors from the whole world will will be able to to see it. And uh, I that I won another contest uh, where you had to build. Uh, this this is uh, one thing that can be t- interesting. I think to talk about. Uh, you had to build uh, something from the world of James Bond, and uh, what I uh, there are there were of course uh, the restrictions of uh, Lego ideas. So it was like uh, no alcohol, no sex, uh, no violence, no guns, and there are things that are essential to James Bond. You know, he always get the girls. He always doing a lot. Uh, he always uh, kill people with uh, with with his uh, pistol. So I, I was like, okay, but it's uh, James Bond. So what can you do if you you don't if you can't use uh, all of those elements? And uh, I eventually got the idea of doing something super ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the the latest movies uh, from uh, Spectre and um, Skyfall. Uh, so M has a, a bulldog statue on her desk. It's really awful. It look it looks terrible. It's uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's super ugly, and I decided to build uh, uh, my version of that of the bulldog statue. So it's uh, it's a build, bulldog with uh, uh, a blanket on its back with the British flag, and uh, I've built a, I've built a Lego version of it, and I I actually won the contest. Well, I was not the grand prize winner, but I was uh, one of the runner up. So I was like a second or third in the contest, but uh, at least I won. So that's nice. And uh, it was it was really a fun thing because I really wanted to do something ugly and uh, and ridiculous, and uh, I won. So so it's uh, it's great. Uh, it's really really funny. I was gonna say I've seen the uh, builds. Yeah, I I always like M's bulldog little uh, paper rate that it has the U- Union Jack or yeah. Union flag on it, and yeah, it's really cool because it does look exactly like it. It's it's almost the same size. It looks like. Um, as the one from the movie, um, the, the size is similar, yeah. But I, I think I think uh, my version looks better than the the one in the movie. <laughs> uh, it's I, I actually in a way I failed because I haven't uh, managed to to do it as ugly as the original. But uh, maybe it's better for, it's uh, better for the for the Lego model. It's very cool. And then the one that you did win 
It's really cool for listeners to picture it. It's kind of a, it's a room with some two people sleeping in the bed. And then one person wakes up looking startled and all around the room are, are babies everywhere. They're on the floor, they're on the wall. And it looks like it's a, a nightmare of just filled with babies everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be really cool to see uh, for those that travel and are able to see it in the um, the Lego house. Yeah, I wonder what uh, what they will think uh, when they see it. But uh, it's uh, yeah, it's in part scary and in part funny uh, because yeah, it's it's a silly idea. I love uh, getting uh, doing uh, ridiculous or silly things uh, because you know it's Lego, but I take it seriously, but in then it's a toy, so you have to to have fun with it. So yeah, uh, that was the the winning uh, build. Uh, so yeah, I <clears throat> I liked uh, doing it because uh, it's um, I like doing uh, interiors. Uh, I spend a lot of time uh, doing all the details uh, on the bed, on the the sheet of the bed that was uh, folded, uh, the walls, the lamps, the night tables, everything. Uh, I, I really tried to do something that looked like it could be a real life uh, bedroom. And it, I mean, the detail is great. I, you even have a plug for your cell phone with a little cord. You have the bed sheet yeah. looks perfectly folded down as the person is startled and getting up. It was like maybe like a photo uh, where, when uh, you try to capture a precise moment. Uh, so that was uh, really fun to to get all the all the details. It was a bit difficult to. Uh, because you have to build it uh, right, so you sometimes uh, some parts do, are not uh, available, or sometimes it looks maybe uh, not polished enough. But uh, in that case, uh, it was uh, really really nice. Uh, I've been able to 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 build it uh, the way I wanted it, and uh, to do it in a clean way because the bed was quite hard to do, and uh, especially in uh, in a solid way. Yeah, because uh, you have uh, different uh, dim dimensions, uh, so you you get like uh, at the end it's uh, like uh, seven studs wide, then it gets to eight studs wide, and uh, it's really complicated to to manage to do something stro strong uh, with uh, those uh, changes in size. But uh, in the end, in the end, I managed to. Uh, to do something that was uh, strong, that looked good, and uh, that was uh, faithful to the reality. So uh, I'm I'm really happy with uh, with this one. Uh, I'm gonna get sad to 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 send it uh, to send it away to to no longer have it at home. But uh, at least uh, a lot of people will be able to see it. Yeah, I mean, all of the Lego community who gets to go will be able to see, which is a really cool way to display it, especially in yeah. the house of Lego. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that gives me uh, some uh, extra chef's shelf space to uh, to something else. So that's nice, too. That is nice. So was this one built physically, or did you build and render in Mecha Bricks? It was uh, initially a render, but uh, to send it to the Lego house, I had to build it physically. So uh, now it's uh, built physically. and uh, But uh, the entry itself uh, on Lego Ideas, it was rendered. And I mean, it looks just like real bricks. Is is that just based on the render machine in Mecha Bricks, or do you have spe special settings you like to use? Mm, uh, I like to use settings where where I, I add details, but uh, it's it's all done in the in the render tool. Uh, there's no Photoshop uh, added. 
uh, no modifications. It's really the render itself that I put online. You can add fingerprints to the parts, like uh, as if you, you know, you you've assembled uh, the the model with your hands and uh, and left uh, fingerprints uh, on on the bricks. Uh, you can add dust. You can add scratches. Uh, you can add deformation. Uh, you know because the parts that don't have uh, a perfect surface, uh, there are there are some deformations in the plastic. So you can simulate that. Uh, so there's a lot of available tools to make uh, the render look like photos. And uh, actually, in my case, I think uh, they look better than photos because I don't think uh, any picture I can take would look as good as that. I would agree. They look just super clean and they have wonderful colors. Another one I'm thinking of at this point is your, it's the Escape from Corvanian Worm, which just has tons of cool colors and uh, a really cool little story to it. Yeah, this time, uh, yeah, this one was a render too. Uh, I haven't uh, built it uh, with physical bricks, although it's possible because I made sure all the bricks that uh, it was made for the uh, uh, the ideas contest uh, as well. So uh, I thought if I win, I have to be able to build it. So I made sure all the parts were available. So yeah, this was, I, I think I got, uh, well, like it's not really, it was not a good thing, obviously, but uh, I'm I'm glad there was uh, the lockdown uh, because I've been able to spend a lot of time at home and uh, I have been uh, able to work on this model for several weeks. Uh, and uh, it would not have been possible if I had been at work at that time. So I'm uh, it's, it's a bit weird to say, but uh, I'm grateful for the lockdown uh, and. Um, yeah, I've spent a lot of time uh, polishing it. Uh, so on one side of the build, uh, there's the bathroom. And again, it shows that uh, I love uh, doing uh, interior for minifigures. And uh, on the other side, uh, the two halves are separated by a portal that it's created by, uh, by a wizard. Uh, so on the other side is uh, an alien planet uh, where you have uh, a, big, a big blue worm that uh, chases uh, a wizard who is fleeing on uh, his uh, enchanted uh, surfboard. And uh, it's because uh, the wizard is named uh, Diogenes Trexler. Uh, he's the best wizard in the world. And um, he wanted to, it was, it's simple, he wanted to, to enjoy uh, a pizza on, uh, on an alien planet. So we, he went and uh, bought his pizza. He went and, uh, uh, to the alien planet and uh, he, he thought he would, be, uh, uh, he would be left alone. He could enjoy his pizza alone. Uh, but uh, the worm got uh, attracted by the smell of the pizza, and uh, he thought, uh, I, "I want some too." So the uh, the worm wanted the pizza too. Uh, so uh, it it uh, emerged from the from the ground and uh, started chasing uh, Diogenes Trexler. So he quickly made a portal to to run away, but uh, the portal opened uh, in someone's bathroom. So what was uh, funny was, of course, that uh, uh, that uh, the guy was chased by the worm because of the pizza, and uh, the just juxtaposition of the two two really different uh, settings. Uh, and I I really liked it, and I really liked working on it, even if uh, I didn't win. But uh, it was really a great model, and uh, I I don't know if I will build it in real life, 
but uh, I enjoyed uh, working on it. I, and I think it looks really cool too. The, I mean, the worm, the colors, how you made it, that circular design and the, it almost looks like it's like an undersea theme because you've got the cool colored coral and eggs you used for detail. I think it is a really cool story. It, it is um, disappointing it wasn't selected, but I mean, having one of the other ones selected that you created, one out of three isn't half bad. Do you just build for yourself mostly or do you ever build for others? Mm, mostly for myself. Uh, I... But uh, I get, I got, uh, of course, uh, uh, I like to get feedback uh, from my friends, but uh, I mostly bid for myself. Uh, I've done uh, some, once I've done uh, a car for a friend. Uh, it was uh, his father's car. Uh, so he asked me to, to build it. And uh, so I did that for him, but uh, I mostly bid for myself. I think I only have two more questions here. Yeah. One, I, I was browsing through your Flickr. I saw you have your bionicles that you have joints almost, like an elbow joint articulating waist. But it looks like, like a standard Lego brick, but where the hydraulics used to be, you built actual hydraulics. Can you talk to me uh, and the listeners about how you did that? Mm, well, you, you describe it uh, perfectly. So uh, that's... Uh, yeah, I took... Uh, Apart from the very first uh, binacle set back in uh, 2001, uh, they, they were really, uh, yeah, really basic. So the legs and uh, the arms did not have uh, elbow and, uh, and knees, and uh, the, the body was static, the neck was static too. Uh, so I thought, uh, okay, I'm gonna take those parts, but uh, improve them because I have a, I have a, a degree in uh, computer edit design. So I can use uh, modeling softwares, and uh, I, I decided to, to do that, uh, to, to take existing parts. Uh, I recreated them uh, from scratch and uh, add the uh, articulation to them. And uh, I, uh, I actually sell them on, uh, on Shapeways, uh, which is uh, a place uh, where people can, uh, can create and uh, sell and buy uh, 3D printed uh, uh, objects. It can be anything you want. It can be jewels. It can be uh, tools. It can be toys. In my case, it's uh, it's toys. And uh, there's a big uh, vinyl community uh, on there. Uh, mostly people uh, who do masks, uh, because masks are uh, masks of power. Uh, they are called kanohi. Uh, they are uh, a big uh, a big uh, part of the identity of vinyl. Mm, mm, but uh, in my case, I I focus on uh, on improving the uh, uh, the current elements, and uh, one of my uh, models that's uh, popular is uh, a pair of uh, articulated hands, because you know the uh, original binacles uh, they had uh, ah I can say binacles it's a binacle so the original toys uh, they had uh, static hands so I've uh, made hands with uh, articulated fingers and uh, people really like, like them. And uh, so, yeah, when it comes to the uh, articulated legs, uh, really, yeah, what I did was to, uh, to take uh, an existing element, uh, add uh, articulation to it, and, uh, and that's it. And uh, I wish LEGO just did that because they, they look really nice and it's functional. So you can like move the body even more than the normal just ball joints, which I think is really in intricate and gives more detail to like if you want to display your your bionicle yeah you've got uh, more display and play possibilities but uh, they are really really small parts uh you look at uh, at the piston uh the the world is like uh, one millimeter in diameter so it's 
it's maybe the size of uh, of you know the uh, the antenna and the uh, the antenna from the the old space sets and uh, uh, with um, uh, what's the name uh, the antenna with the lever uh, that you can move around. So it's really a small part. So I understand why Lego did not do that, but. Uh, uh, if I could, uh, of course, I would. Uh, I would do them in uh, in molding because uh, when you do a lot of parts, it's less uh, expensive than three uh, D printing, and it's more precise. But of course, uh, it co it costs a lot uh, to to cut the molds and uh, and to 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 make the parts. But uh, it would be it would be a, a really nice uh, thing if uh, maybe not Lego, but. Uh, I would just do them myself. Yeah. Maybe Lego will change that someday. Hopefully if they ever bring back Bionicle, because we're we're big fans. I wish Bionicle came back. I always liked the original. Uh, original series was just something that I grew up with. So, And it's their anniversary, I believe, this year. So it'd be nice to see that come back. It's really cool that you talk about that on top of not just only the new designs, but we're talking new elements. And I said at the beginning, you're you're a writer for new element. Can uh, you talk to us about your experience and um, what you like working with them? Uh, first of all, I, I have to correct you. No, I'm sorry. Uh, the name of the blog is New Elementary. Oh like, yes, uh, sorry. You know, like in like in Sherlock Holmes, uh, Elementary, my dear Watson. So yes. Uh, so yeah, I. I, it's funny uh, how I came to uh, to write for them. Uh, it's because uh, I I discovered uh, a part, uh, a technique part that's called uh, the biscuit. It's it's a three by three uh, te technique part with uh, holes in uh, almost every direction. So uh, when I found uh, this part, uh, I wrote to them and I said uh, I found this. Uh, what if I wrote uh, an article about it? So I did it. And uh, eventually, uh, I got to uh, to write more set reviews. And uh, uh, at New Elementary, uh, we uh, we focus on uh, mainly on the parts. So uh, it can be um, really brand new elements, like uh, new new shapes. Uh, it can be parts in new colors. Uh, it can be uh, sometimes it can be focused focused on the uh, on the material. So we we are more on the uh, technical aspects of uh, of Lego building on uh, on the parts, on uh, how they are made, on how the sets are made, and uh, we yeah we focus on I think on the on the, on the technical side of uh, of what is Lego. That's great, especially nowadays because new parts are coming out almost every set now. Oh yeah, this year it's uh, it's crazy. There are so many new parts. I I can't remember all of them, but uh, yeah, we we've had a lot of uh, of work this year, and I think I'm sure we'll have uh, even more more work to do uh, in the coming months because uh, it's really impressive how the the diversity of new parts that were created. Uh, sometimes you can think, okay, they've done it all. There's no need for new parts, but they can surprise us and bring elements that. Uh, that are super useful and that are great. And uh, you're like, oh, I never thought of that. It's a, it's a great part and I need it in all my builds. And uh, it's it's great because uh, yeah, Lego can surprise us with uh, with new parts. And uh, yeah, especially this year, it's crazy. Uh, 
how many parts they've uh, created. And uh, so that, that's good for the blog because uh, uh, if there were no more new parts, I don't know what we would do. But um, as we wind down on this interview, I just, Victor, I want to thank you again for taking the time to do this. I think you have some really creative designs and ideas. And my final question for you is, how do you think Lego has changed or affected you in your life, your daily life or your, your job and whatnot? Mm, it's, well, it's, it's a bit complicated because uh, I've, I've always been into Lego, so there's not before and after. So it has influenced my life, that's for sure, but changed, I don't think so. Uh, I think it, uh, uh, well, first of all, it helped me uh, express my, uh, my creativity. Uh, it's a good medium to, to be creative, uh, just like uh, drawing or painting or writing or sculpting. Uh, it's really, I, I really see it as a medium for to do art, even if I don't uh, consider myself an artist. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, a way to, to express my creativity. And, uh, well, it's not really uh, linked to, to Lego itself, but uh, one important thing that uh, it gave me uh, is that uh, it, uh, Lego pushed me to, to get better in English. Uh, because uh, because most of the community online uh, speaks uh, in English, and uh, when I first uh, discovered the uh, Lego related websites, uh, the first one was uh, in French. But uh, I eventually got to uh, to sites like uh, Eurobricks, and uh, so I I learned to <laughs> to speak English uh, through that. Uh, yeah, partially, not only through that, but uh, it uh, really helped. So I think, uh, yeah, Lego taught me English, <laughs> I can say. Uh, so that was, uh, I think, the biggest uh, influence it had over my life. But I also think that uh, building with uh, Lego uh, had, uh, had influence in my career because uh, I think that's why uh, now I work in a compute with a computer, computer aided design. Uh, because it gave me the sense of uh, of 3D of uh, creating things uh, in in the, in space, not just on a flat surface, but uh, in uh, three dimensions. Uh, so, and uh, maybe uh, to create things that were um, that were strong and that could uh, last in time. So, that's another aspect, I think. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, mainly. Uh, be creative, speak English, and uh, my job. And it's funny because most people wouldn't think that, oh, you know, Lego could make you or teach you English. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's just another thing to put into their uh, resume of helping people design and build and, oh, and learning English. <laughs> uh, English and, uh, yeah, and maybe other, other languages uh, if, you, if you want, but uh, it's because most of, most of the community uh, online uh, speaks English, so that's why. But uh, I, I would like to, to learn, maybe, I don't know, if, uh, if everyone spoke uh, Danish instead, uh, I would have learned uh, Danish. But uh, yeah, in my case, it's English because uh, most of the community speaks English. So... You know, you have to if you want to to exchange with uh, with people from uh, other countries. It's definitely really cool, and I uh, I think Lego has changed not only our lives but many many others. And 
Victor, I think your designs are excellent. And I hope that people go out and see his Flickr on Victor on Flickr. And um, you're on newelementary.com as well as a few on your rubricable Mecca Bricks page, which all of that will be linked in the show notes for anyone that is interested. I just want to thank you again for taking the time to speak with us today. Well, Victor. thank you for, for having me. Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, I really uh, enjoyed uh, doing that uh, interview. Awesome. Thanks again. Okay, guys, that was another builder interview. And I have to say, it's still one of my favorite parts of this podcast to get to talk to other builders and really understand their process and how Lego interacts in their world, because it's different for everybody. Some people just build, 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 and some, you know, take their time and continue to learn and evolve from it. And I mean, I'm always learning. These builders are far past what I can do. And it's helpful for everyone out there, even if you're not a builder, to see how an artist works. Because Lego isn't just about the toy aspect. It's about your creativity because almost everything in this world can be built with Lego. So again, thank you for tuning in. Reach out to us on Back to Brick 2 on Instagram and email us. We would love to talk to some of the listeners, get to know some feedback. If you really like this podcast, make sure that you like and subscribe. And we'll catch you next week for another Builder interview. And as I always say, get creative, get out there, and go build something.